You know, ever since I began promoting road safety more than 30 years ago, I've come across some very interesting opinions and some very opinionated people. Now, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but to be opinionated, it is quite different. It does lead to some very interesting discussions, which can be quite humorous, just to say the least, at times. One of the things I've learned early in my career is I can't always change someone's opinion if they don't want to change. Now, are you open-minded enough with your opinions to change? Welcome to another episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. In this episode, we'll talk about you and see if you're really a good driver. We'll also talk about following the rules and why we should. Plus, are you a superstitious driver? Well, we'll find out if you are. Let's go. You know, for all these years I've been involved in road safety, people like to talk driving with me. And many of them say that they're a good driver. But just how can this be confirmed? How do we really know? Well, let me ask you a few questions. So how often do you have to brake hard to avoid hitting the vehicle ahead of you when they brake hard? Now, have you needed a quick swerve to avoid hitting someone or another vehicle? Do those actions mean that you're good? Or could you have done something different to avoid reacting like that? Now, are your passengers usually quiet each time they ride with you? Now, are they deep in thought or are they afraid for their life? We need to know why. So maybe one of the reasons why you're able to avoid these crashes is maybe you're lucky. What if you had more space? What if you could anticipate the actions of other road users and then respond ahead of time? So instead of having to brake hard, why don't you have a proper following distance instead of tailgating? I see drivers swerving at the last minute to avoid hitting the car ahead of them and they use the shoulder of the expressway. Good job. But why couldn't you have stopped? You're probably falling too close. Now, when the lights change, I see this happen all the time too. Do you brake hard to stop when the light changes or do you brake more routinely? Judging when the traffic light is going to change from, from green to amber, people look at the, the flashing hand, and that's for pedestrians. It doesn't really help you a lot. You just have to kind of make that decision based on the fact of, if the lights change, can you stop safely? Breaking hard, screeching, or even ending up in the, the crosswalk doesn't mean you're a good driver, that you stopped in time. Then there's the people who say, I've heard, uh, I've heard that they've, they've been in many collisions, but none are their fault. Does it really matter? Oh, I have bad luck when I'm driving and people hit me. But what are you doing that causes them to hit you? Just because we're following the law doesn't always mean we're safe. We have to recognize the risks and the dangers, and that's part of what a good driver does. They anticipate. There was a time that uh, I began as a driving instructor and a, a senior who I knew in a, a previous job came to me and said that he wanted a refresher lesson because he had to go for a government road test. And during the drive, he said he'd never been in any collisions. And that was great, but he was driving slow. And a few stop signs he was about to miss until I pointed it out to him. He may not have been involved in any crashes, 
but you kind of wonder, how many did he cause? He was driving 40K in a 50 zone, so that often aggravates other drivers and they cut out around him and maybe they don't check properly and they crash. Meanwhile, he's not involved. Going through another stop sign, someone has to brake hard and then they get hit. Meanwhile, he just keeps going. We need to be observant, not just of what we're doing, of what the other road users are doing too. Anticipate what they're doing and then respond early, just in case. In case the pedestrian steps out, in case the driver pulls out blindly, driving smoothly doesn't necessarily mean you're good. Changing early before a crash happens, even before a close call, means that maybe you are a good driver. Oh, and one thing, if you always have to tell people you're a good driver, you may not be. You know, as a sports fan, I, I love watching the game, whether the game is live and I'm there in person or I'm watching it on television. I really enjoy the competitiveness and I tend to watch with other people as well. And we all get upset when a player gets hacked or held or tripped and the official doesn't call a penalty. It's like, that's not fair. The other player broke the rules and they're not being penalized. Well, how does that translate to driving? Do we follow the rules? We want the players to follow the rules on both teams when we watch sports. But when we're driving, do we follow the rules? Do we blame other people? So is that hypocritical that we want rules to be followed during a sports game, but not when we're driving? Shouldn't we have the same attitude as following driving rules as we would of uh, watching sports and following rules? Now, if you're the type of person who kind of leans and bends the rules and doesn't always follow them, do you get set up, upset at the people who do follow rules? I stop at stop signs. And I was told that if it was an apocalypse and I was the only driver left, I would probably still stop completely at a stop sign. Yeah, it's true. And my family has told me that a number of times. But even though sometimes I do stop fully at a stop sign, the driver behind gets frustrated. Well, the sign says stop. It's not a slow and go. It's a stop sign. And the amount of time it takes them to wait for me is one second. I follow the rules. At least I always try to. Now, when you do follow the rules, it's a lot easier to anticipate the actions of other drivers if we knew everyone was following the rules. Right of way is one of those confusing rules, like, okay, who goes first? People change that. They, they probably are supposed to go first. They stop first. But then someone else shows up and they wave that person on. Maybe they're too confused about the rules. Would it be a good idea if we refreshed our memory on the rules? And I have, have people asking me questions quite a bit. It's, <laughs> it's something I do. I guess I think I'm the driving therapist to a lot of people. But they'll ask me rules about laws or what they should do in certain situations. And part of that is that fact that over time, we forget the laws. We forget the rules. So maybe a refresher is not a bad idea. So let me ask you this. 
when you see police officers who police vehicles and they're visible to you, do you change how you drive to make sure that you do follow the rules? And, and you, you know what we're talking about. You see a cop and you slow down to the speed limit because you know excessive speeding, you're going to get a ticket. Or you come to that full stop at the stop sign before proceeding because you see a cop on the corner. What are you really saving by breaking the rules? Wouldn't you be annoyed if someone broke the rules and hit you? Yeah, of course you would. So the player on the sports field who broke the rules, you're going to get upset at them. But check the mirror. If you're not the one following the rules when you're on the playing field of the road driving your car, maybe others will get upset at you. Maybe, just maybe, follow the rules and see how long it really takes you to get to your destination. You probably won't notice much of a change. Now, as I record this current podcast, uh, I will let you know that we have another Friday the 13th coming ahead of us just in a few days. So uh, to a lot of people, Friday the 13th is all about superstitions. To many. And there are a lot of people who are superstitious. Now, I, I had a student who was superstitious. I didn't know this at the beginning. But as we were going out for a lesson, we were driving on a residential street. And a few houses ahead, a cat ran across the street. And the student stopped the car. And I said, what's the matter? She said, well, there was a cat. And I'm looking ahead. Well, the cat's gone now. There's no reason to stop. Let's keep going. And I did say that to her. She said, no, it was black. I can't cross its path. Well, yeah, I kind of zoned in right away and realized, you're not superstitious, are you? She is. So we had to do a three-point turn, believe it or not. We could not cross the path of a black cat. So this led me to think about other superstitions, especially related to driving. Now, what else could I test this person on? Every now and then I have that little child in me that says, yeah, let's do it. And this was kind of one of those times. So I found out that one of the superstitions when you're driving is lifting your feet off the floor when you go over railway tracks. Okay. Well, there's an area in my uh, uh, teaching territory that has a lot of railway tracks. There's three in a row. So I wanted to see whether or not she was completely superstitious on this. So we went down that road and I got to the tracks and I looked down and, yep, she took her feet off the pedals. So then we went around the block and came up to the tracks again on the next street and, yep, did it again. So another superstition. Now, some superstitions, some people like to carry a good luck item in the car. Maybe it's a four-leaf clover sitting in the visor or a rabbit's foot. Now, a rabbit foot might be uh, lucky for you, but not so lucky for that rabbit. Just saying. Another one I heard, and I did hear this during the the lessons with the student, is holding your breath um, going past a cemetery. Not really sure where that one comes in, because uh, you can still breathe even if there's uh, dead people. I'm just saying, but we have a cemetery that's actually very, very long. I didn't realize how long it was until my student and I drove by, and she held her breath. <laughs> I thought she was going to pass out, 
because this is very long. It's like more than a block. It's probably like two blocks. Well, the good news is she can now know that she can hold her breath that long. But I was being nice and we never went by that area again because I didn't really want her passing out while driving. Now, also about holding breath. Uh, apparently, you have to hold your breath going through a tunnel. And uh, there was a participant in one of the early years of Canada's Worst Driver that had to do the same thing. And uh, he thought he was going to pass out a few times. So maybe plan your route and, and, and not go through these uh, superstitious uh, ways if you're driving. Uh, am I superstitious? No. Some athletes are. Some will wear the same clothing until they lose. And they won't wash it until they lose. So that's a little bit on the superstitious as well. So are you really superstitious or maybe you're just a little stitious? Thanks for joining us here at Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. Don't forget, you can also catch my blog, thesafedriver.ca, and you can talk to me on Twitter. I'm at SafeDriver. If you like these weekly podcasts, make sure that you do subscribe. They usually do come out on a Sunday. Come back again soon and drive safe. I'm Scott Marshall.